This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I got to have Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. We all know as Yidin that when current events take place in our lives and we try to find some form of guidance, some form of adracha, some path, some muster to take, some guidance and advice, we turn to the week's parasha. And this week's parasha, we find that the Torah is giving us, in my opinion, a very, very important thing that we have to live with every single day, specifically and particularly in the time we find ourselves right now. We all know what's going on in Eretz Yisrael. Unfortunately, as the troops move further into Gaza, sadly, the numbers of soldiers that are killed is going to rise. The numbers are already close to 20. It's heart-wrenching. You look at the videos and pictures of these young people, young boys, that were going in to defend Klai Yisrael. One purpose and one purpose only. They're there to defend Klai Yisrael, to protect Klai Yisrael, to take back Eretz Yisrael, Miyad HaRishoyim, from the evil Hamas. And we've spoken many times, we're not going to go into it again this moment, the level of being a Kiddush Kadosh and this Kedusha that these special you didn't have. But what can we do here in America besides for sending the packages and sending money? What can we do for those soldiers, for those families whose lives have been changed forever? For those families that every night wonder and are, are, are nervous, will they get a, a text in the morning, unfortunately your son, your daughter, your nephew, your grandson didn't survive. What could we do? Is there anything we could do besides for worrying, for, besides for being stressed, besides for checking the news 20 times? What can we do? I believe the answer lies in this week's parsha. The end of this week's parsha is an amazing story, a beautiful story, such a happy story. Avraham Avinu and Sarah are finally blessed with that son. They were waiting so long. Avraham Avinu was told, you're going to have a child. And they were already both elderly. It was a miracle. Miracle birth. The birth of Yitzchak. And we retell this story every year in Rosh Hashanah. We remind ourselves of the abilities of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give Sarah this beautiful baby. And the Torah tells us, on the day that, that when Yitzchak was born, the Pasuk tells us, Sarah, Sarah said, Sechoyk it's a joke. Kol everyone that hears the news will laugh at me. So Rashi quotes from Chazal, what was Sarah saying? So Rashi says that on that day, not only was Sarah blessed with a child, but many other people that struggle with infertility or other ailments were also blessed on that day. Rashi says there was an abundance of schaik that day in the world. There was just additive joy. Everyone was rejoicing, not just Sarah and Avram Avinu, that they had a baby. But the entire world was experiencing joy because so many people whose tefillahs were not answered till this point today were answered. And Rav Pam points out what is the significance of this. Why couldn't it have been just been that Sarah had a baby and we moved on? And Rav Pam explains because Sarah had such a love and concern for other people. She couldn't have enjoyed her own simcha while other people are still in pain. In order for Sarah Emanu to fully enjoy being blessed with a son after so many years, the only way she really could have enjoyed it is if other people also enjoyed it. That's the level that Sarah had of concern for other people. She couldn't have put aside her own personal benefit if not for the fact that others were also answered on that day. The Torah is showing us an unbelievable level of what does it mean to feel someone else's pain. Sarah couldn't have enjoyed her own deservant simcha. She deserved it. 
She waited for this. She put in her time, she did her chesed. This was her time to shine. However, says Rav Pamta, Sarah, that wasn't the attitude. Sarah wasn't just about me, and what I'm feeling, what I'm benefiting. If other Jews are not enjoying, Sarah didn't enjoy either. This is obviously an extremely high level of what we call We spoke about this so many times. We talked about this on Shabbat Shuvah. We spoke about it a few weeks ago. But to me, I think this is the most important thing we can do right now. Besides for our davening, and we'll see how even our davening is impacted with this idea. It's the idea of let's feel their compact. Let's feel what they're feeling. Let's put ourselves in the shoes of parents that have children on the front line. Let's put ourselves in the shoes of those people that had to be moved out of their communities. Displaced people. And even those that have lost family members. How do they feel? What, do they, what are they going through? And you'll say, why does that matter? I can't change it. So I recently heard from my Rebbe, Rabbi Kalman Epstein spoke at a parlor meeting on behalf of the Yeshiva Sharatera, and he pointed out something very profound. He pointed out three things about Noisel Balm Chavere. This is a topic that he speaks frequently about. It's a topic his father, Ibzalik Zatzal, used to speak a lot about. How important it is to be Noisel Balm Chavere. And Rabbi Kalman pointed out that when we're Noisel Balm Chavere, our tefillahs have a different level in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He said over from the stipler, who said about his brother-in-law, the Chazinish, that the reason why the Chazinish's tefillahs were answered when he davened for other people was because when he davened for another person, he didn't just daven for another person. He felt the other person's pain. And when you feel another person's pain, and it's your pain, then your tefillahs go in a different direction, Takodesh Baruch Hu, he said. And the stipler said that's why the Chazinish had such a tzlocha with his tefillahs for people. Because he didn't just daven for another person, he felt their pain. And when you daven and you feel someone else's pain, your tefillahs go much closer to Kisei HaKavah, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That was one thing Rav Kalman pointed out. But then he made another observation. He pointed out from the Shlach HaKadosh that when you feel someone else's pain, you actually remove a little bit of their pain. When you feel the tsar and the Agmas Nefesh of a Jew in Eretz Yisrael, whose son is in the army, some of these families have multiple family members in the army. I was just talking to a family member of mine, cousin, told me his mother-in-law has eight grandchildren currently serving in the army right now. Eight grandchildren. So when you stop and think about what they must be going through, the family members, the soldiers themselves, said Reb Kaman in the name of the Shlach Kaddish, you take away a little bit of their pain. And when we stop and think, what must the family members feel like who lost family members? What must it feel like to be kicked out of your home, to be shipped up north because your neighbor was burned to the ground? And you think about them. That takes away a little bit of their pain. A Jew in America, thinking about a Jew in Israel, takes away a little bit of their pain. And when we see the videos and the pictures of these young soldiers whose lives were cut short, defending Klai Yisrael, think about what their mother must feel, their father, their siblings. And when you do that, you take away a little bit of their pain. So I believe the Torah is telling us there's a lot we can do. When we feel their pain, it changes our davening and it limits their pain. When we stop and realize what they must be suffering, even the Yidin in the safer, so to say, part of Eretz Yisrael, what it's like to know you're in war, what it's like to know there are rockets going overhead, what must they be going through? And when we stop and feel we take away a little bit of their pain. 
The same way Sarah Yimenu couldn't enjoy a simcha because she was so connected to the people that were not in her place. We too have to feel the pain and suffering of other Jews. But I think there's another very important message in this week's parasha as well. <clears throat> this week's parasha, the Torah reminds us about the Akedah. We have the Akedah in this week's parasha. The Akedah was Avram Avinu and Yitzchak's Nisayin. It was both of them. And the Pasuk tells us, They both went together. Yitzchak knew exactly what was happening. Because Yitzchak was raised in a home where he was taught by his father, this is what we do. We do what Hashem asks of us. Chinuch to the highest level. Avram Avinu was teaching his son Yitzchak and he taught his son Yitzchak. And that's why Yitzchak was ready to go. He was ready, prepared to, for the Akedah. Because his father, he saw growing up in his home. This is the way we act as Yid. And the beginning of the parasha, Avram Avinu taught Yishmael how to do chesed. That's why the water was given, was brought by Yishmael. Because Avram Avinu was teaching Yishmael, teaching his children, educating our children how to do mitzvahs and educating Yitzhak, the hashkafa sachayim, the mindset of a Jewish person. I believe this time, the time we find ourselves right now, is so incumbent upon us as parents and grandparents and great-grandparents and aunts and uncles and all those that can impact others. We need to make sure we're giving over to our children and the next generation this value, that they need to be more compassionate, that we need to teach them, as we ourselves are hopefully working on, how to feel the tzara of another person. Obviously, little kids is more difficult, but as the children grow up, it's kedai to ingrain in them and teach them at a young age what it does it mean to feel someone else's pain. Someone sent me an unbelievable story that there was a non-from lady in Yerushalayim. She was shopping in a grocery store. And she saw a from Yerushalmi boy also shopping in the grocery store. But she noticed he had a tag on his shirt. And the woman over to said, what is that tag? Oh, so the boy said to her, oh, that tag, that's my soldier. The woman said, what do you mean that's your soldier? So the boy explained that he has a soldier that has a picture of this soldier on his, on his tag and he wears it every single day. And he told this woman, I daven for him, I learn for him, I do all my chesed for this boy. And, and all my schusim should be that he should come back safe. And this little Yushalmi boy said to this woman, that this soldier is guarding me, and therefore I'm guarding him, that he should come back. This is how we teach our children to think about other people. This is how we educate the next generation, that it's not just about us. It's about what others are going through, what others are experiencing, that we're partners in this. In my house, Baruch Hashem, I don't know how my wife found this, we came across, there's an unbelievable program, 6 p.m. here in New York, where the children's get to, children get together on, on Zoom. And they say Tehillim together. They have a singer and there's Tehillim. And this, there's something like close to 600 families nightly on this program. That means we're teaching 600 families of little children to say Tehillim for Achenu B'nai Yisrael. This is how we teach the next generation to be compassionate. We explain to them, it's not just that Eretz Yisrael is suffering. It's Kalal Yisrael, we're all one. And the more we're Noise Boilim Chaveiroi, I believe the more we feel connected to Kalal Yisrael. The more we feel each other's pain, the more we realize we're really one. It's not Israel and us. It's not that, them, and us. We're all one. All walks of life, no matter what their background is, religiosity, style of dress, hashkafa, and halacha. We're all one. So in this week's parasha, the Torah is reminding us, A, to be noisib alam chaveri. And B, teach it. Give it over. Educate. 
we need to show the next generation how to be a Noise Balam Chavera. Because the more we're Noise Balam Chavera, as we've common pointed out, we can limit the Tsar of those Jews. But even more importantly, I believe we can be unified. And with that unity is our ticket out of this very, very painful situation. Mr. Shem Baruch Hu should see how we're trying to unify. We're feeling each other's pain. We're going through the sufferings with them. Kosh Baruch Hu should end the suffering, end all the pain, end all the bloodshed, end all the agmas nevesh. We should be zaychet together in a, as a unified Am Yisrael to meet and greet the Mashiach's arrival. Ben Herb Yamenu, have a wonderful Shabbos.